Welcome to another Cardboard Box Podcast, episode 11, but our very first video cast. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, um, we really wanted to suppo- uh, surprise you guys <laughs> uh, in doing this. Heido and I have been talking about it for some time, Yeah. and it's finally a reality. It feels good. It feels good. Uh, it feels like we've accomplished something. Absolutely. And uh, it's great to be here, bro. Yeah, we, we've been looking at the comments, and we do read them. Yeah. Uh, and we've had some some comments saying, you know, you guys should do video. Yeah. Uh, so we were kind of quietly seeping it in, seeing uh-huh. how it could actually work out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm really excited that we'd a- we're actually doing it. Right, right. And and, and speaking, speaking of comments... Uh, there is something that I think that uh, you and I should address. Yeah. We spoke about it. Uh, I believe we read two comments mm-hmm. that stated kind of the same thing. Uh, and I, I want to tell you guys that we do care about what you guys think and say, of course, there's always going to be the haters, the oh, nitpickers. Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, and of course, it's we'll, the internet, you know. <laughs> it's the internet. It's the, yeah. It, everybody's. A I've critic. seen. I've seen so many things. I, I read these YouTube comments, and I see like, what is this guy? You know, why is he here? Die or or like, why does he have an internet? Yeah, access? yeah, yeah. People, people who pretty much, for for a lack of a better term, have no life. Uh, right. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we really these two. I believe they came from a heartfelt place. Uh, and they really wanted us to know. One was really upset. She, he or she took it to heart. Yeah. Uh, but I never want you guys to think that I am putting down Heidel seriously. Yeah. Uh, so what, 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 is, what was the comment? Well, the comment was uh, usually during the trivia when I would ask you a question or something, they felt like I was badgering you or I was beating you down or I was kind of like... I was kind of rough. Yeah. And I want you guys to know that I've known Heido. Heido and I have known each other for like 15 years. Yeah, 15 plus. And, uh, you know, he's like family. Uh, I love the guy. Uh, you know, he's he's been there for me. I've been there for him. Our houses are literally each other's. You know, he can go to my mom's and it's it'll be like his. I can go to his and it'll be like mine. You know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we've gotten along for so long. We've we've known each other since middle school. And uh and yeah, guys, I never I never want you guys to think that I'm I'm truly trying to hurt him. Uh he's 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 a great friend of mine, a Thanks, very man. close friend of mine. Uh and so I wanna apologize for that image. Uh we really we're really just trying to have fun on the podcast. Yeah, honestly, yeah. If if you if you know us outside the podcast, you would <laughs> yes. know how much he messes with it. He literally <laughs> I was in church, he was with me. And we were playing a little game, <laughs> and and they <laughs> one of the it was like a scavenger hunt. They were like, uh, "Okay, find twenty dollars." I get up, he throws a wallet at the I back throw of my, my head. Full wallet at you at, at the back of my head, <laughs> in front of everybody. I mean, your head is a huge target. Okay, dude. you see, you, know? <laughs> you see, this is this is the part of Heido you don't get to hear. But That's he right. messes with me a lot more than I mess with him. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah. So I, I don't. We get along well. I, I'm sorry if that, if that, um, brought up something. Uh, I know people are being bullied or whatever. I'm not saying that's your case. Yeah. But I know how it could look, and and I want you to know. And and, and hey, I'll let you hear it from him. Uh, he doesn't take it the wrong no, way. Not at all. I mean, this is this is how we've been our whole lives. You know, uh, I think people that obviously don't know us 
Uh, they're gonna take it, you know. Honest, honestly, I think that maybe this person had like maybe bullying problems and stuff in the past, which I had too. We you both know? had both, absolutely. Both had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were younger, growing up, so maybe these could bring up like maybe certain pasts that um, can make them feel like, hey, I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable because that's what that person yeah, yeah, mentioned. Yeah, the person you know, said they, they were feeling uncomfortable. uncomfortable yeah. Uh, but in any case, I just want to address that. No, I'm not offended in any way. Um, but but it's good to know that look. We do read each comment. We're not a huge podcast, obviously. We're not uh, uh, something major yet because, you know, we feel like our fans, you know, we, we deserve to definitely speak about Metal Gear and uh, the way, you know, it should be uh, with, with care and all that. Yeah. Um, but we read every comment. We read everything out there. And we, so, yeah, we take in the good, you know, leave yeah, out the bad. Exactly. And there's going to be haters. There's going to be lovers, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, we love them all. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, just just come in. I mean, you know, you there know. was some comments that guys that was it was just unnecessary. You know, yeah, yeah, for instance, like, you know, there was there was one time that well, there was one comment that said that uh, hey bro or hi bro. <laughs> okay. okay, they no one I I understand no one understands how to spell my name. It's J A I R O. This <laughs> it's is, like this is Heidel. <laughs> this <laughs> is Arnaldo. Arnaldo. <laughs> and they and, always and it's spell not H A H E Y. And then roll R O W R O W or Reynaldo or Reynaldo or Arnold Harold, you know it's it's the worst is the worst. But I understand. I mean, our names are weird. Right, right, yeah, yeah. But what was the comment? Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently they said apparently you sound like a Mexican. I sound like a Mexican. Which I said that was racist. Right. Yeah. I mean, look. I was like, listen. But first of all, just to just to entertain the guy, I maybe you're confusing him for me, Arnaldo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's what I thought because I mean, Heidel has like this deep bassy voice while I have, you know, that, you know, it could be smooth or whatever the case may be. But what I'm <laughs> saying smooth, is yeah. <laughs> smooth. Hey, <laughs> how's it going? Uh, but, but when we, when we really read that, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of racist. I mean, what's right. wrong with that? I'm not Mexican, neither is him, but... Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being racist, you know? I mean, there's nothing wrong with being Mexican. (laughs) I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with being Mexican. (laughs) We do not endorse racism. (laughs) No, we don't. We don't. No, honestly, like, there's, um, you know, we're Hispanics. Yeah, yeah, we are. uh, obviously, we're going to sound different and stuff. Everyone sounds different. Yeah, yeah. But we live in this world with, 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 especially in New York City, where there's, like, a bunch of cultures here. Living in one place. Uh, There's literally nothing wrong with sounding anyway, because we're just two people. And they, they, and I'm sure for the Mexican community, they they take pride. Yeah, of course. In how they sound, okay? They're hardworking people. I I love those guys. Um, So I I thought that was a little mean to say. Yeah. Uh, Even if it was towards me or towards Heidel. You know things like that. It just we just we're gonna ignore things like that. Or <laughs> someone even said, <laughs> I, eat, "I sound like I belong in elementary school." Oh God! Uh, <laughs> so I it's just how do how do we take these things? Yeah, I you mean, know, like yeah, it, it's just obviously it's all it's people that just want to see the world. You know, like they see it in different eyes. They're just like. Oh, this and this and this, and then that's it. They don't think yeah, about yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. They're not deliberately like they don't know us. You know, they're not deliberately right. telling all these people because they obviously do it to like other people as well. Probably. You know, they're just out there to just you know obviously Whatever be done. Yeah, stuff. yeah, but, I guess. Um, but we thank you for the fans that are actually out there. Yes. You know, like uh, uh, Christopher and and Stephen. Yeah, that, uh, they're always writing. On always writing page. to us. You know, those guys uh, are are good. Yeah, yeah, and we want to get to you as quickly as possible. By by the way, Chris. Thank you for calling us on that uh, DARPA chief. Yeah, that was good. Uh, if you're correct, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, we forget things. We're not. We're not. Yeah. The 
pros. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the pros. <laughs> but uh, you know, I thank you for that, and and also thank you for Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever joined me on the Twitch stream, uh, I appreciate it. Hydro and I were there. Yeah. I, uh, I decided to do something a little different. Uh, I decided to play through the story mode. I hadn't uh, done it on the new gen consoles. I had beaten the game on PlayStation Three, and. Uh, you know, I just decided to see how that was. Now, I, you know, I want you guys to rate, comment, subscribe on our podcast and tell us how we're doing. Tell us tell us what you want to see. Uh, tell me. Yeah, tell- for sure. I mean, yeah. I flip through channels and stuff and I'm trying to find what I want to see. I think that it's it's a good idea for us to know like, hey, we want to see some online today. I feel like some online. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or just something. Yeah, you know? or even tell us if you want me to, you know, Twitch stream more days out of the week. Right. Uh you know, to tune in. And we understand that there are different time zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so not everybody can get there. Absolutely. So we're, and we're working on that. We're working on uh, maybe staying on longer. Right. Maybe, uh, right. We're working something out with you guys. But trust me, we get it. Uh, for the people who joined us that, yeah. that do listen to our podcast on the Twitch stream, thank you so much for joining. It was it was great to have you yeah, guys. Yeah, it was good. to talk to you guys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we had some fun playing. It yeah, really we, cool. we we did. Heidel's at the computer. He's usually the one typing out things. You know, he wants he wants me to do the playing, I guess. Uh, and if you were there, you actually saw the whole. I was I was eating a plate of food while <laughs> yeah. the loading screen was yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. His mom kind of gave us food. Yeah. At at a at an inappropriate time, and it it was just getting cold there, so <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. grabbed it. Uh, but with that being said, let's just get into the news. Okay, so we've got quite a bit of news, uh, some Kojima news and some MGS news. Yep. Let's get right into the MGS news. So, right. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain has shipped 6 million units. Uh, this is a report by Kojima, uh, by Konami. Uh, in, their l- in their latest financial report released today, Konami has announced continued favorable sales for Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. The game has now shipped 6 million units worldwide, including downloads, as of December 31st, 2015. Wow, that's that's great. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Uh, you know, not many games make it to 6 million uh, or even 1 million, but... Um, Looks like Metal Gear is a fan favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my thing is that Kojima won't see a penny out of that. Yeah, you know, and Konami has no plans in making AAA more AAA games like this. You know, they're successful, obviously, in this game. Uh, although they do have plans in hiring staff to create more Metal Gear games. Right. Um, they have no plans in you know um, making more AAA titles. At least that's it's not what they're telling us. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't what, know what it is, but. Uh, I think this will interest you more. I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we went over Snake's, uh, you know, at, when you play with him online. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, you know, you get to play as uh, Venom Snake. We went over his, uh, you know, his abilities. Right, right. The skill mm-hmm. level. So today we're looking at Ocelot, another unique character. And so Ocelot, uh, you know, he carries around the Torpedo 6 which is basically a, a single action on me. Uh, and these are his stats. I have them here. And so he is... He stands right between scouts and enforcers when it comes to his health. 
and he has the stamina equivalent to the scout. Uh, well, and you know, and since he doesn't really carry around heavy artillery unless you have a shield, right, right, he can run far and quickly. But these are some of the breakdowns of his stats. So check this out. It says weapons level three, tactical level two, lethal aim level three, uh, non-lethal aim level two, uh, anti-marking level three, intel level three, optics level two, shield level one, field report level three. CQC Stealth, level 2. Interrogation, level 3, which is better than Snakes. Uh, Fulton, level 1. So, uh, just like Snake, Ocelot has a powerful signature ability known as Shalashashka, which includes the following abilities. Ocelot Shalashashka retains 27 uh, mainly intel-related ability slots. Purely looking at the number of the slots he uses... You could argue Ocelot's ability is more powerful than Snake's signature ability. Ocelot's signature weapon, as I said before, is the Tornado 6. And you know that you can either use two at a time, or you can have one plus the shield. Yeah, yeah. In other news, uh, I don't know if you guys checked out that video about the new map that's coming, the new DLC yeah, the that's DLC, coming. Yeah, the DLC, the uh, Mother Base. Yeah, the Mother Base. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It, it, uh, I, I know it got a, a, a name for it. Um, I don't know if it's there, but I know I got a name for it, and it was submitted by a fan. It says, I believe it's called the Coral Complex. Right, the Coral Complex, which I think they had like a... They're like using a, the support and base development structures from MGS5. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, was, it was by a fan, I believe, that yeah, yeah. Who, who made the name. And of course, it, it says in the notes here... That they've made some adjustments to the length and the bridge uh, to best suit the multiplayer. And to increase the number of cover points across the map and alternative entrance has likewise been added to the first floor of the support base and additional vertical paths throughout. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at some of the pictures here. Some of the things these guys are doing. It looks great. Uh, I can't wait to play it. I can't wait. I just, I, I don't know. It, it, I hope it's a free DLC. I hope Kojima, um, Konami's really trying to get on our good side. And- <laughs> we'll see. I highly doubt it. But if it's just one map, I don't know. You know, but I don't think they are because think about it. Uh, all these other characters, like for PlayStation Network and for Xbox, uh, it's like these avatars and stuff like that. And then they had uh, uh, the costumes for for yeah. online and whatnot. Like those cost money, right? You know, so um, which, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, obviously, but. Um, yeah, I think what 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 price point would you put it at? This map. What for a map? One map. One map. What price point would you put it at? Oh come on! Uh. If you were Konami and you said, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out this map, how much will you charge? U.S. dollars. Three dollars. Three bucks. Three dollars. I think that's fair. Three dollars is fair. Yeah, I was gonna say like two or three bucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for a stage. No, it's, of course. It's a stage. Yeah, yeah. I like you know who I like the way they do it. Uh, Super Smash Brothers. They have like a character. They lay out a character. Yeah. And for like a dollar fifty or sometimes three dollars or whatever, they have a character and the map. You right. know, like um, I think three dollars is fair. Anything higher than that would just be like, come on. Yeah, but know? I mean, remember Ground Zeroes. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a different story. That's <laughs> like a demo. You it know, thirty dollars. Thirty bucks. Listen, we love Metal Gear. Oh, absolutely. We love. Metal Gear. I don't really like Metal Gear that much. But, I, it's not like I'll do a podcast. Yeah, right the uh, door's right over there. All right, see you later. We 
We love Metal Gear, but $30 for a five-minute fast-walking through game, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. It yeah. was too much. I downloaded it. I, I didn't even... It was 20 bucks because it was yeah. just... No. You know? Uh, but moving on. So, uh, speaking of DLCs, uh, let's take a look at some of the new development items coming to MGS The Phantom Pain. So, this is... Mainly for the story, but they, they're going to add a couple of uh, uh, new items, or rather upgrades for items, okay. uh, such as Battle Dress, Rank 8. Also, Sneaking Suit, Rank 8. And also, the Brennan, which is a sniper, LRS-46, Rank 8, right? Sheesh. Yeah. That's a beast sniper, too. Yeah, yeah. It'll, you know, it's a, it's a reinforced... Uh, barreled and it provides longer effective range and the rifle features additional option slots for greater freedom in customization nice uh, nice nice yeah and then we're looking at the sneaking suit level 8 and it says this upgrade brings significantly enhanced defense to the sneaking suit if you're ordered if if you've ordered your security guards to use non-lethal weapons in the FOB that's you know basically what they wear uh, and they'll be more invulnerable. So that'll be good. Uh, right now for the battle dress, it'll bring significantly enhanced defense again for the battle dress. If you know, and you can also put it on your FOB soldiers. So these are nice. so you can use it on yourself, or you can use it during the FOB. Yeah, making it more challenging for people to kind of infiltrate your base. Yeah, yeah. If they get caught, especially for sure. I think that's a good idea. Um. You know, I've I've had I think I have like level thirty on my on my mother base itself for the FOBs. Okay. Uh, but I think adding security cameras and the AR sensors, uh, those things like the cameras and stuff, those are good things to add that you can actually uh, use inside the FOB because sometimes you know you can't control it. You yeah. Know, like you're away and then someone just takes over. Um, you gotta you kind of gotta trust your. Uh, the way you place your cameras and stuff, you know, people I know uh -huh. do it manually. So, like, here's a tip, uh, I guess. Uh, you can um, tip with Iro. <laughs> you could, you could actually, you know, manually do it um, instead of like uh, placing it at random. You could place like uh, your emplacements, like the um, the sensors and stuff like that, the cameras. You can place them in certain spots. So there's certain things you can look at at where they're usually at, like where they spawn at. Um, where they where they're gonna come from? Like different areas are gonna come from because you know you wormhole into the to the to the base. Yeah. Um, so you can place your cameras there so that you can uh you know you have an advantage on them. So uh you know that's what I do, and I think adding the battle dress to the guards would be would be a lot lot better. You know, it's it's a little it sometimes it gets a little easy. You know, just running through it. You know, I think the battle dress would be would be a good idea. Well, I think, yeah, yeah, it'll give a. Uh the FOB a fighting chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I got some Hiroko Jimmy news. Yes, of uh, course. As you know, he's been visiting uh he's on he's on this tour, this technology tour all over the world. He uh, ended up in those ten days aren't over yet? Yeah, <laughs> they're over. They're done. They're okay. done. His his last uh one was in London. Oh. And so uh he tweeted out saying uh, so he was just pretty much talking about all the stuff that uh, he like pretty much a synopsis and like a conclusion to uh, his tour with Mark Cerny. Uh, he ended up in uh, Quantic Dreams, Paris. They're the people that made, uh, I think, Beyond Two Souls and uh, 
Heavy Rain. Okay. Uh, so those those people. Um, so he wrote his final thing that he wrote on his Twitter, which I'm gonna uh, read now. Uh, you see him here. Uh, he's in Quantic Dreams with Mark Cerny. I think he's looking at some mocap. Uh, so he wrote, "Quote." So I may conclude that the game creation is to use magic to this real world with the use of the latest technology. Uh, just a quick thing, you know, he's writing it and they're translating it. So there might be like some English uh, off and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Quote, or to say, to make the dream of the peoples or in this real world come true by magic. But just having technology doesn't mean you can make magic. Human resources can... Uh, maneuver technology and the environment to pull out their talent is necessary. And most importantly, the vision of the studio has to be accurate in order to embrace technology. Human resources and environment with all these facts make the latest technology magic. And what I've learned the most in this trip, start up from the new studio, hire the staff work with, fi with finding the office, construct organization, work on the latest technology and step into the challenge of creating the new magic this might sound as if I'm starting over from scratch, uh, but I got, this is where it gets interesting, but I got fan support uh, supporting me, friends who share my dream with all over the world. <laughs> uh, so it's not starting from scratch. I continue creating the cutting edge game that I, I've been doing for 30 years as I've always done. Okay. Huh. Obviously there's a few typos here that obviously didn't translate well right. into it. But what stood out to me, and obviously I'm just taking this as speculation. We definitely don't know anything. Yeah, Nobody yeah. knows anything. Okay. But I'm looking into the, the, the fine details. He says, this last sentence, he says, so it's not starting from scratch. I continue creating the cutting edge game. Singular. Singular. What cutting edge game has he been making for the past 30 years? 30 years. Metal Gear Solid, you know? Um, well, sorry, Metal Gear. Um, as... I've always done. So, what if in a crazy world he's gotten the rights to Metal Gear from Konami? Like he paid it off or something. You know, he's gotten the rights. Well, or in the works of it. That that would be a dream. Right. Snake, Snake Eater. Eater. <laughs> <laughs> uh totally unscripted. Yeah. All right, let's take the script out now. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, honestly, like I know I'm yeah, taking yeah, this yeah, as yeah, speculation yeah. and whatnot, but I feel like, man, what in a crazy world, wouldn't that be awesome? Because here it says, the cutting edge game that I've been creating for 30 years. Obviously, he probably meant like the cutting edge games he's made over the past 30 years that he's going to continue setting that bar, you know, yeah, yeah. continuously, like maybe, making cutting edge maybe technology. Maybe it was a typo. Yeah, absolutely. A misunderstanding. Um, but if it wasn't, it would be, it would be awesome. It would be, be fantastic. Great. It'd be great. I, I just don't think Konami is going to let it go. Right, right. I mean, this game has made... We, I just read it sold 6 million units. Yeah, it did. You know what 6 million units is? That's a lot of money. Yeah. Even for a company that probably doesn't care about it anymore, about the game, that yeah. is. Yeah. They're making money off of it. They're making DLCs. Right. That they're all making money from. I mean, why would they just hand it to Kojima? Yeah, you're right. So that's why I'm just... It's wishful thinking. Absolutely. But it's just like... I don't think it could ever be true. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um, I think he's going to make the best game that he ever can. Uh, but for sure, we... We just need to take every step that like that he makes uh, into consideration. You know, he's in this trip for a reason. 
honestly. Yeah. Uh, maybe to get inspired or something, but there's something that he's going to get out of this trip, especially Mark Cerny on your side. That guy is a smart, smart man. Um, he knows his stuff. And if you have Mark Cerny on your back, man, I really cannot wait till his next game comes out. Yeah, I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing what Kojima does put when putting his mind to work. Uh, will it look like Metal Gear? Maybe. Will it have the same characters? No. 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 <laughs> but we can only uh, hope. Yeah. Maybe Snake Solid. <laughs> snake Snake Solid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I guess that's that's all the news we got. Uh, there wasn't much news this right. time around. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some more next week. But uh, I'm looking forward to some some of those FOBs and the DLC. Yeah, as am I. Yeah. All right. On to the next one. Okay. So, since we were talking about Ocelot, here's some tips on how to use him. In order to get the ricochet hits on an enemy, you have to mark him first. Once you mark him, then you can hit a surface and it'll ricochet to him. If you're playing FOB and you're worried about getting caught, go prone. The lower you are to the ground, the less likely they are to see you. And thirdly, if, you, if you're like me and you like to use the Fulton Cannon, I always tend to plant one, and I always keep one, just in case. Because if they see you and you run away or etc., or you want to plant it somewhere else, it comes in real handy that way. Good luck. The Codec Conversation. All right, so segment time our codec conversation comes from you guys the listeners and viewers now uh so you just won yourself a copy of metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain david from minnesota congrats man uh you asked how's it going dudes i got a question for the giveaway at what point did you decide mgs was your favorite game series mine was when i finished mgs 4 and saw a big boss uh, at the end, and it really cultivated everything and set the bar for video games. Thanks, and UCBP. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I hope you enjoy your copy of uh, Steam Code uh, PC giveaway that we're doing it. Uh, now we have two left now. Two Only left. two more. Only two more. So, But don't lose hope, guys. Uh, if you've sent in a codec conversation before, a uh, topic for it, send another one. It's yes. not that like that we didn't like it, but I mean it. The more you send, the better chance you have. That's just, right. It's just there's one. no limit into how many times you can ask stuff. But once per week. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> one, oh, yeah, one per week. Yeah, because uh, our, our email gets full. <laughs> right, right. Uh, one per week, uh, and we'll randomly select it. You know, it could we could choose the one you did for that week or the one you've done a couple of weeks ago. They're all random selections. Yeah, yeah. So please. Uh, resubmit, resend, uh, what, whatever you guys think, but uh, yeah, we we only have two codes left. Yeah, only two. Only so two codes uh, left. with that being said, what what is uh, now? He wants to know when we started, when we decided MGS was our favorite game. Right, game series. Oh, game series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean. The first game I ever played was Metal Gear Solid 1. And that is because my older brother was a big fan of it and introduced me to it. My brother, Rumi, uh, who's a listener of the show. I love you, bro. Um, And I 
fell in love with it from that and you know from the very beginning of it right right so i i, I mean it's my favorite one of the series i mean yeah i mean i was a uh, i was a young kid i've never played these games before i you know this was my first sneaking mission mm-hmm. tactical espionage you know it was all new to me what what games have you played before that did you play before that oh from uh, what you can remember well, uh, games that I've played before that, Super Smash Bros, Mario, right? You know, things like that. Can't remember much. Uh, but I've definitely played a bunch of games. Even 007 GoldenEye, you know, things things of that sort. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I enjoyed them very much, but none of them compared to what Metal Gear was. Right. So it was it was it was honestly from the first game. Okay. I guess it was love at first sight. Uh yeah, man. What yeah. what about you? For me, it was a little different. Um I had a MGS two for PlayStation Two. Uh-huh. Okay. So um I've played it before, you know, like in the nineties I remember playing Metal Gear. I remember playing it when I was a kid. I just I wasn't into it. Right. Right. Um, I think it was either this one or uh, Snake's Revenge. I can't remember. But uh, I remember playing it, um, and it just didn't really capture me. I was a kid. I was really young. So, okay. So, I had MGS2. I remember seventh grade, right? I don't know if you remember the story, but uh, I was saving up for a PlayStation 2, okay? I had uh, 57 bucks uh, saved up already for my PlayStation 2. I played MGS2, finished it, because um, I borrowed my friend's PlayStation 2, and he lent it to me, and I was like, this is a decent game. It's not bad, right? That's what I said. It was my first experience playing an MGS game. I said, this is a great game. I remember we were in art class, Ms. Lafayette's class, seventh grade, you and I and our friends and stuff. Um, the whole time, the whole time, I'm bragging that I'm gonna save up for the PlayStation 2, I'm going to get it, you know, etc. Um, at the time, I think it was like uh, 250 or something like that, the price. Um, so I was like, I'm going to save up to get it. I want it. Um, this is just when it, you know, almost came out. It was like a year into it, its, its launch. Um, so I got it. Uh, I got the money. And then we're all talking and stuff. And you're like, yeah, man, you're going to get the PS2 and stuff. Out of left field, you go, probably with your arms just like that. And you're like, uh, you should get Metal Gear Solid 1 uh, Twin Snakes they just came out and I said what? <laughs> you know okay so funny story my dad bought me uh, a GameCube so if for Hispanics that know out there um, I asked my dad that I wanted a Playstation 2 for Hispanics un Nintendo is all they know. Every video games. game console is un Nintendo. Un Nintendo. Oh, vaina. Una vaina. Right. Or paga, that. Exactly. Paga, paga vaina. Vaina. <laughs> so. And every game system ruined their TV. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Like, like. Some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time something wrong went with the t- something went wrong with the TV, it was the game console. It was the game console. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's for every parent, not just Hispanics. No, but. no, no. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. I think they have like a a meeting every night. The Hispanic every Tuesday parents. they have to. Every, Every time Tuesday, we come why? out, because we come out, <laughs> we come out yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so 
um, my dad, he goes to the game store and he says, let me get a Nintendo, <laughs> you know? So at the time, the only Nintendo console that was out was the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, and so I got a Nintendo GameCube. So when he bought it to the house, I saw the bag and I was like, dad, that bag, that bag looks a little small. I took it out. It was a Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> I was really frustrated. <laughs> so I said, you know, like, I guess I have to deal with it. I came with Metroid Prime. So, but it only had Metroid Prime inside of the disc. So I thought it was a basketball game. I do not like basketball. So it, it, I don't know if you knew, but um, Metroid Prime, it's the disc itself. It's a, the Morph Ball. Samus' is Morph yeah, Ball yeah, yeah. and stuff. I had no memory card, nothing. So I, I've played Metroid Prime's beginning probably over 100 times right now. <laughs> like I can do that in, with my eyes closed. It's an excellent game. I beat it. Um, but so you suggested you have a GameCube, right? So you should get Metal Gear Solid twin snakes because they're uh you know remastering part one yeah uh with the physics and engine of metagross solid 2 you know so i said you are literally out of your mind yeah i'm gonna buy a game over a console yeah right which which your opinion hasn't changed in terms of me being out of my mind <laughs> it has not i'm still uh, <laughs> i'm still pretty crazy so um my thing is that i i thought about it right uh you made a pretty convincing uh, argument uh in the sense where you said you're gonna love this game and it's 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 the best game you'll ever play i said i wasn't so much into metagross solid 2 um honestly actually i didn't I, I don't think i even beat metagross solid 2 i think i only got to like a little bit of snakes mission right before uh the marines and stuff like that I like I was just like, eh, it's not really for me, you know? So like my mind was like way off, dude. I wanted a PlayStation 2. I wanted to get Manhunt, Grand Theft Auto, all of this stuff. And you were like All the violent stuff. Yeah, in seventh grade. Um and you were and you were just like, no, get Twin Snakes. You're gonna love it. And I said, You're out of your mind. But for some reason, some reason, uh, let me be clear. <laughs> uh, you know, I I went home and and I thought about it. You know, and I said, I said to myself, like, okay, why am I getting a game console to play games? Right? <laughs> right. You know, so, you know, I have this GameCube. I have Metroid Prime. I just got a memory card. Um, and then I said, you know what? You know, I read up a little bit about it. And I felt like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I went to a uh, game power at the time you remember the one on kingsbridge in power which you worked in yeah yeah <laughs> um i went there and i grabbed myself a new copy of metal gear solid the twin snakes now uh i played that game to its entirety i beat it in like a weekend right and i think i like had to hug you <laughs> the next day in school because <laughs> i fell in love with it it was uh it was an amazing game. Um, it, like I said before, it's it's the start of um, cinematics in movies, and I mean in video games. You know, before Metal Gear Solid, uh, the original one for PlayStation, there was no game out that had cutscenes like true, real cutscenes like film, uh, like cinematography and and like film. You know, huge. I'm a huge film guy, so. 
I, I'd see things like like uh, you know Jurassic Park and like Steven Spielberg movies and Terminator and stuff, and they have these like cinematic, like epicness and stuff like that. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time, my favorite movie of all time, is The Warriors, and you know like I like just the, how it was shot and everything. Um, Metal Gear, in a sense of action, it was just shot so perfectly, and the dialogue and everything. Um, I'm really glad that uh, I spent those fifty-seven dollars on. Uh, on Twin Snakes instead of buying a, a, PlayStation, a PlayStation 2, which I got, a, a, you know, a few years later, a, well, a year later or something like that, but um, I'm glad I did because then, you know, I, I, I got Snake Eater, funny story about that one, um, and then... Uh, why, why don't you tell us? <laughs> okay, well, I was going to go into it, but uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 wasn't what made me say, this is my favorite game series of all time, it was Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, when I got Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay. So, I mentioned before you worked at GameStop, right? So, Game Power. Uh, Game Power, sorry. Game Power. And, um, you know, the fire trucks and the police are outside because they have to get you. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're looking for us. <laughs> for us, yeah. It's, it's 4.07 in the morning. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so, we, um, we go to school that day and november 17th was it november 17th um it, i remember i remember it because uh it's uh one of our friend's birthdays that day isaac so uh we're just like okay we have to get metal gear solid i've read up on everything i got the magazine like he mentioned before in uh in a previous podcast where i search everything up and i watch every video i remember there was this uh uh, what was it? Uh, Game Pro magazine, where it came. You know, the one with him in the sneaking suit. I mean, in the in the uh, snake suit, uh-huh. uh, uh, and where he was uh, um, just um, uh, like like this with the with the uh, knife and stuff like that. It was it was that magazine, and it talked about all the stuff like you could do with the gator uh, um, uh, helmet and stuff like that, or just all of that stuff. So I read up on everything I could. I was on IGN every day everything i printed out paper and just read it in class while i was in in class and the teacher would yell at me so we were super excited november 17th comes and we're there and you tell me hey man i'm gonna go get uh metagross out of three you know and i'm just like yeah you know we'll, we'll go so we're kind of wa- after school we're kind of walking we're just like uh, you know and you kind of speed up a little more and stuff and we're just like running like all right we're starting we start running like i want to get this first i want to get this first um you take the bus i oh, know i take the bus you take because i think it's smarter to take the bus yeah mind you in seventh grade arnaldo was like goku okay where he was just like <laughs> super strong and super fast and like he would just like book it so we're i'm on the bus and all you see me is going and you're like <laughs> you're just running to game power so we run, you get there first, and I'm out of breath, I'm there, and then you go, I got the last copy. I literally, my <laughs> face is like in disbelief. I'm just like, you are the worst person in the world. You told me to buy Metal Gear Solid, and you do this to me, you know? Um, you used to work there, so you were behind the counter, and you were like, hey, last one, you know? Literally, in like five or ten seconds, I make the split decision to go to Fordham, which is like, I run to Fordham, by the way. It's a 20-minute walk. It's a 20-minute walk, 10-minute uh, run, maybe. Um, so I ran. I just booked it straight over there. And I get it. I pay my 50 bucks. Well, 52 plus tax, whatever. 408. Yeah, yeah. And I go back when games were 50 bucks, you know. And I go, and I get it, and I run back to Game Power, and I'm just like, I got it. 
And then you come out with this big old pack of Medicare <laughs> 3 Snake Eater. <laughs> You're just like, just kidding. <laughs> and I'm just like, are you serious, dude? I'm out of breath. I'm like, <laughs> mind you, okay, this is an embarrassing one, but that same day. Anyway, um, so this guy walks into the store, right? And then he says he wants to make a copy of, our, of my game or whatever. And you said, hey, you should let him and stuff, whatever. Another bad idea, <laughs> first the, of all. By the way, we don't endorse that now. No, 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 no not now. That was back, back in, the, in day. the day. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Um, hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> so pretty much uh, we, uh, we go and we make the copy in his house, I remember. Yeah, yeah he, he makes it on Xbox at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was on Xbox. Yeah. So, um, so it was, it was whatever, you know, and then we leave. So I have to use the bathroom extremely bad that day. So I, uh, I run home and I pretty much, you can kind of guess what happened, but right before I get to my building, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm just like, I need to shower. It's all a of bad the- day. <laughs> it's just a bad day, man. Um, anyway, uh, so I remember I beat it in like four days. You beat it first and you told me, you know, hold off on like we didn't spoil anything uh, for each other and stuff. You didn't spoil anything. But then that's when I knew uh, that Metal Gear Solid was going to be my favorite game series. Um, Just after the story, like Metal Gear Solid 3 is my favorite Metal Gear game. And just off the story, I think that um, we have, uh, I just have such a love for for that game. Uh, And right there is when I knew this is my favorite game series, uh, just because of the story, um, the stuff that we went through to to get it and stuff. Uh, it, it's it's been a roller coaster, you know. <laughs> and just remembering getting Metal Gear Solid Three uh, was was funny and a funny uh, funny story, but also getting uh, Subsistence, which came out, you know, later, um, and the online mode. You know, we spoke about it on the last podcast, but just like that spring break where we just we didn't sleep you know our mother's uh uh, um con ed bill they wanted to kill us (laughs) so and then back then you know the mics weren't so good so we used to do the uh the whole phone thing and whatnot so um i remember your brother Rumi got on a few times and stuff oh man (laughs) yeah yeah. well now that you mentioned it yeah i know that Rumi's a listener as i mentioned before my brother Rumi, (laughs) love him to death yeah love him Love him so much, <laughs> which is why I have to say this. Now, yeah, most of you know on MGO, there's a mode for headshots only. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, we don't know this at the time, but Rumi goes into a game, <laughs> MGO for... Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence. Yeah, the first MGO. And he picks a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) As you know, why are we laughing? Because you can't get a headshot with a shotgun. No, you cannot. And so he's going around shooting these guys, like (laughs) shooting them dead. And then he's exploding. (laughs) And he's like, mind you, he's my my older brother. And he's looking at me. He's like. But, bro, why am I exploding? <laughs> and I'm just... I'm watching him and laughing. And I'm like, you went into a headshot game with a shotgun. <laughs> and you're exploding because it's you're not getting headshots. Oh, man. Oh, man. It was... I, I love you, bro. Um, It was it was so good. 
Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so good. Yeah, <laughs> he he was really like he was going in there. He was ready to kick some butt, <laughs> and he was just exploding the entire time. Uh, but <laughs> I I don't know how I. <laughs> Man, that was good. Yeah, that was good, man. Uh, I, I remember uh, just playing the whole time and stuff, and just just training each other and whatnot. I remember the the, the swaying and stuff like that. I mean, I know we said it in the previous podcast and stuff, but um, you know, when you got me with that trick in high school, uh, that you said that MGO Online was back up. Was it a high school? Yeah, we were in high school. I mean, because MGO Online came out when we were in high school. So I know, but not, I mean, but Part Four was out at the time. Yeah, we, it came out in 2007, but... Um, Weren't we in you, college? No. Uh, we, um, we... When they took off Metal Gear Online, yeah. is, uh, it was right before uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 was announced. Yeah. You know? And Announcer then, came out. Huh? Announcer came out. Yeah. And so, uh, you, you... Remember, you tricked me into thinking yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, you know? If you... Uh, yeah, we won't... <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you were playing just YouTube videos. I was playing YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but we uh, won't get into that. We told it already. Yeah, we told. It. But uh, it was good, man. Um, that's why it's my favorite game series. You know, just like David said uh, when he saw Big Boss at the end of MGS4. Um, MGS4 serves as a fan service for Metal Gear Solid fans. Yeah. Um, which is I, something I hold dear because it does pay tribute to all of that, especially obviously going back to Shadow Moses and stuff. But um, the microwave scene reminds me of just just epicness in games, like, struggling, yeah, all, yeah, everything. Right. Uh, um, by the way, uh, you two uh, can send your message. Please subscribe, comment, rate, and yeah. let us know, and so we can read your email as well. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, tell us why your game is, uh, you know. Uh, which one why, made why you a Gear? Metal Gear fan? Right, which one? Uh, we want to hear your stories, and we hey, we'll even share them. Uh, Absolutely. But uh, but yeah, you were saying? Yeah, no, it's just it's it's good to see that uh, you know those moments, not just Metal Gear itself, but like having the time to get together, like you know having those days where we were really going in and having each other to. Uh, like, you know, just being stupid and silly, you know, uh, trying to go to Game Power to je- try to get a video game. Like, that was so funny, <laughs> you know. But, but I vividly remember that day. You know, it was uh, it was cool, man. It was cool, man. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, man. Uh, what about you? Any, any other moments? I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I, as I said before, MGS1 was... It's like love at first sight. <laughs> uh... But I I gotta I gotta agree with you. I, you know, MGS three was kind of like that's it. This is the best game series ever. Ever, like ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I after hearing about big after playing through Big Boss's story, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that's when I really got into the Metal Gear history. Right. Yeah. When I really wanted to know what was going on, why it happened, who's Big Boss, because. You vaguely hear about him in part one. You don't really hear much about him in part two, except when Linkwood mentions him and, you know, you got Solidus looking like him. Uh, yeah. And losing the opposite eye that he did. But, hey. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But, you uh, know, Kojima story. <laughs> it's, not, it's not just a game. It's a Hideo Kojima Jima game. game. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, and... But MGS3, 
sets it up as this this soldier who goes in to protect his country is betrayed. Yeah, yeah. Not saying, you know, mm-hmm. quotation marks, betrayed right. by his mentor. Uh, and then you find out she didn't betray. And so you realize you're playing as Big Boss because they, at the end of the story, remember, before we, we even bought the game, we thought this was a younger snake. Yeah, yeah. Solid that's, snake. Right, exactly. This was yeah, a younger solid snake. Hideo Kojima, before, before he never said anything about Big Boss or anything like that yeah, until yeah. the game came out. Right. But then we realize at the end, when you, re- when you get the code name Big Boss, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, oh, man, this is a different story. Yeah. So it's, it's like it intrigues you into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? MGS One, honestly, I mean, although it's a good game for for people to start, it's really mostly for people coming from MG One, MG Two. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know who Solid Snake is. They're taking him out of retirement. All these things. It's just, but MGS Three is the very beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Before any of that happens, mm-hmm. and it had great storytelling. Yeah. Uh, and it was just the beginning of everything. You yeah. Know, Ocelot, Big Boss, why he's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Ellis Fons Terrib. Yep. All of that. It starts with there. Yeah, and it, and it, and it uh, puts it in the timeline. And you learn Paramedic was uh, the one who operated on Gray Fox to make him the ninja, Dr. Clark. Yeah, basically. yeah. Yeah, you know, and we know that Ninja kills her. Mm-hmm. I don't need to say spoiler for that. It's been a while. Yeah, but it, it's just you see what I mean. It connects to part one and part two in such a way. Well, maybe not part two, but part one mm-hmm. in such a way because there's like history there. Yeah. So I guess I guess part three was the anchor, right. but part one definitely lured me into wanting to find out about these games and play them. And, you yeah, know what I mean? for sure. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, uh, thank you, David, for that for that uh, question. And you know, you obviously won your your copy of uh, Metal Gear uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five for the PC, um, and online just came out for it. So you should enjoy that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you can email us at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. We have two more codes left. Two guys, just two. Two chances. Two chances. Um, you never know. You never know. Do it. That's it. All right, let's go to the last segment of the day. Trivia time. Who's that? All right, trivia time. So. I know you're excited for this. (laughs) Yes. Um, So the way it works is Arnaldo asks me uh, a series of dialogues, right? So someone. How, How can I ask you a series of dialogues? Well, you tell me a series of dialogues. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But you're still asking me ultimately, who said it, what game, and where? And where? So uh, very important. <laughs> uh, so I have to figure out who's saying it to who, pretty much. Right. Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> All right. I'm ready. You ready? Yep. All right. Here we go. I'll squeeze the answers out of you myself, my son. I'll squeeze the answers out of you myself, 
My son. My son. I feel like fans are screaming right now at their TVs <laughs> or whatever. Like, are you serious? <laughs> Why? All right. Metal Gear Solid 2. Solidus saying that to Raiden. Uh, right in top of the rooftop. Metal Gear Solid 2. Solid is saying it's a write-in. Final answer. <clears throat> really? Yeah. All right. What is it? You got the location wrong. I knew it. It's always the location. But I knew, <laughs> I knew it was done. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, what yeah, was yeah. It? It, it? It was... I will give it to you. Only because you, you got it. It was Solid is saying it to write-in. On top of Arsenal. Top of Arsenal gear. Before it crashes into City Hall. Right, right. Uh, yeah, but it's good. It's good. You're good. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> You're holding it in, man. I know you are. <laughs> you stupid <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, uh, man. Well, uh, yeah. Hey, that was good. That That's our trivia. Yeah. Uh, you, you can catch it every Tuesday when the podcast comes out. And when the video cast comes out, it'll be on Friday. Fridays. Yeah. If you have any questions or any concerns or any trivia for Arnaldo, <laughs> maybe uh, we can test him out. Yeah. You know? Actually, I've, I've gotten one. From Christopher, from, right? I, no, I don't think it was. It, was it Christopher? Was it Christopher? I, I think we'll have to check that. But Yeah, yeah. Let's um, check. I know there was one person who did ask me. And I was very, I was, I was entertained by it. I, I promise I didn't look it up. I answered it right away. No, no, I know you don't. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so by all means, it was, it was great to see it. Uh, who, by who? Uh, I can't get on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check. I'll uh, check. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, please, by all means. And, and just know that, you know, they can be from any game, usually canon. You yeah, know? yeah. There was someone who had a problem. With it being from Portable Ops. Portable Ops. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. Uh, yeah. Portable Ops is canon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it is fair game. I'll say that. That's true. That's uh, true. And, you know, there, there was this one email where somebody was saying that they actually try to guess it with you. Hmm. So I can only imagine. Yeah, it was Christopher. A, a, a Christopher? Yeah. Yeah, it was Christopher. I can only he, imagine he a asked, couple of uh, um, I can see the moon even in this storm, pale as death. I have a bad feeling about this mission. Right, right. And I answered that. It was uh, Sergei Galukovich speaking to Olga in MGS2 uh, before Snake's fight fights, you know, fights her in the tanker. Right, Or right. basically encounters her yeah. in the tanker. Uh, so, yeah, bring it on. I, I love these uh, challenges. Yeah, for sure. And for stuff sure. like that. Uh, but <laughs> just to remember that if Heidel sees it too, if you're planning to challenge either one of us, you know, we can have like the the drop on it but yeah, yeah keep yeah. on sending them just send them away send them away uh we've come to the conclusion of our first video cast yes i hope, I hope you guys enjoyed it uh, we, do. we are you know we had fun although it's still 4 30 in the morning uh, yep, on saturday uh we we enjoy this um you can subscribe to under the cardboard box podcast every day you can just subscribe every day. You can do it anytime you want. <laughs> anytime you want. But we come out on audio every Tuesday. 
just look for us under the cardboard box on any podcast services that you have. Uh, and YouTube, we come out every Friday. So this video right here will be up on this Friday uh, coming up. So just look for that. Uh, we are also on SoundCloud. Just search for us there. And we are also on Twitch. So yeah, every Thursday, uh, Arnaldo or I, uh, we will Twitch stream. Usually it's Arnaldo. Um, last week, we twitched uh, the story mode. Uh, I'll be in there interacting with the fans, uh, you guys. So just let us know if, if what you know, you want to see something uh, other than the story mode, like online or something else, maybe some side ops or something like that. Um, but we do that every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern Standard Time, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I really enjoy the video stuff. Let us know how we did. Uh, subscribe, uh, obviously, to our YouTube channel under the cardboard box. And also comment below. You know, uh, it will let us know how we're doing. Uh, like us. And please, please, please subscribe, comment, and rate us on iTunes. It will mean so much to us. So much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? And, uh, yeah. I uh, just want to announce that Heidel Martinez will be proposing to his girlfriend or would have been, would have already proposed to his girlfriend, Adelise Martinez, uh, no affiliation. And so <laughs> since it was come up, the reason I'm saying it is because this is going to come out on Tuesday. So there's no way she can hear it or it can be ruined. He is actually doing it um, today. Today, as we're recording. Today, uh, today as we're recording. Uh, so, we obviously know she's... I already know for a long time. She's going to say yes. Uh, you know, so I'm just going to congratulate him now. And I'm also going to congratulate him on the next episode. You know, at, at the beginning. So that you guys know that it has been confirmed. But here you go. Jairo Martinez. Going to be a big man. Uh, <laughs> we are UCBP. We love our fans. We hope you come back and we are signing out. And that's our show.